the season's coming to an end. It is such that was I gotta say though, like that was a really good theme song choice by us, like two this six song? months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, think it was your idea. Was it? Definitely. Well, shout out me for that idea. You really just set yourself up for that compliment. You're I like, really did. You're like, oh, such a good idea. I was idea. like, you know what? I don't get the respect I deserve. But <laughs> no, yeah. Fair. Season two coming to an end. It's so sad. So it's so sad. So bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so excited for the summer, but I'm also so so bummed. I, I feel like we we we've, we've just this is such a routine, you know, of doing this every week. Right. Like I'm I don't know what's like what's my gonna Sunday fill or my Monday Thursday. nights. What's, yeah, yeah, and what's yeah, gonna feel right? Thursday at one PM, dude. Right. Like it, no, it was just like such a mainstay of every week. Like it's really bro time. It's really bro time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, wow. what, what 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 felt special about this season for you? Ooh, for me, I felt like this was the season because first season we were still like figuring it out. We were both new to it, and, and it, it was just kind of like I feel like first season was like, oh my god, this is a microphone. Yeah, we're talking like we're into talking into it. So cool. Yeah, wearing headphones. I'm just gonna say shit because yeah. I have a microphone and people are gonna listen to me, <laughs> right? And then this season, I feel like this season made it real. Yeah, this season made it like. I have an actual sort of platform where, like, sure, like, people will listen to it and, like, that will influence them. And that's a, like... That's crazy. It's crazy, right? Just to be able to have that. And it's, like, it's truly such a privilege. And I think, like, yeah. first first, um, first season, like, I knew it was that, but I didn't really realize how much that meant. Yeah. What about for you? How- I, I think sort of similarly, it was, like, like, first season, it almost felt a bit like a... Um, a bit just like a, a project, I guess. What yeah. I would say. Whereas, like this, re- like it, it really. We, I, I feel like we came into our own of like, like understanding what we're trying to get at. This, this right? You know, like with each episode and and, and trying to uh, look at look at culture from like a specific lens, um, but really like making it like a, a cohesive episode every time. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I think in doing instead so, instead of like, just picking like a funny thing and a serious thing that guys don't talk about. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and like I don't know through that like we've become in a lot of ways like a bit more official, you know, like we have like kind of an official looking logo and like, yeah. you know, we're part of like a, like a, a campus organization, like pretty intensely. Um, and I but like through that, I, I am really proud of the way we've kind of maintained like our, our, our sort of like dorm style structure too. Right. You know? No, so I, I agree. honestly, not, I'm, like, I'm really proud. Of, I'm really proud of the season. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Go us. No, I, I feel that. Like, I, I think probably one of the things I'm most proud of this season is just like, I feel like there was a lot of pressure to shift sort of away from this like style where it's like yeah. a radio show through a podcast. Yeah. Right. Like I, I know like you took that class on like podcast storytelling, which is typically like much more produced. Yeah. And like at, at the same I, I do love podcast. Storytelling I do. Too. I don't. Yeah. I do love podcast storytelling. I don't think it's the right medium for what we're trying to do. Though. I agree. I agree. I do think we could incorporate it potentially. Like that's something I want to think about doing a little bit next season is like doing having like because audio storytelling takes a shit ton of time to like right. produce you know mm-hmm. um i do think we could would it could incorporate some like cool stories and stuff i like, agree i'm yeah. definitely trying to record my grandparents family history this summer that would be sick yeah that would be sick i know you're trying to record some stuff in europe too right yeah i think i think that's the idea um hopefully for the like for the podcast yeah same um and maybe like related to my job or like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be traveling a lot like to different cities and stuff um so i i have an idea to like you know do like views from this city you know or, or whatever um, wait so would you like interview people in that city oh, i think so yeah. i like that a lot i think so um and then just like you know i'll be traveling with a friend so like talking to my friend about like you know things that we're perceiving there and stuff but really like i don't know i think that i'm also just very excited about like the way that we have the potential to like influence people going forward um i think like audio is a really powerful uh powerful medium and i think it's it's cool because it's the kind of thing where like you know people can just listen to it like as they're going throughout their day you know um, right. and it can feel like you're part of a conversation 
Exactly. And like I think much more someone actually asked us a couple of weeks ago, like why or asked us why like we aren't um doing like a video segment to go along with it. Mm. And at first I was like, Hey, we should totally do that. But now I'm realizing like I think you lose something when you can see our faces. And like I don't Con- know. are you calling me ugly? No, I'm calling me ugly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, thanks. No, I'm saying the same thing about me. Oh. I think people would lose something if they see the face. Because, like, audio is a sick thing where, like, right. it feels like you're part of a conversation almost, you know? It's not like, like, when you see something on a screen, you're like, oh, that's happening. That's, like, a movie. That's, like, a, you know, like, those are, like, the characters yeah, it's or whatever. Like, it's almost, like, detached from it. Like, you're looking through a window. It's almost, I feel like audio, it, or, like, audio and podcasting, especially in this, in this style, is almost the equivalent to when you're overhearing a conversation, but if you hear something that is like interesting or piques your interest, you could like go jump in and be like, "Wait, wait a second! Like, let me let me let me say what I have to say." You know? Right? Yeah. It's funny. We actually just interviewed a guest for next season, and I was texting him before, right? And he was like, "Hey, I'm just like glad to be a part of this. Podcasting is the wave of the future." Dude, I totally agree. Right? Yeah. And like, I I don't know, like. There's always, like, that running joke, like, who's going to listen to the podcast, like, the United Moms of America or whatever, right? Like, but I feel like that's just becoming, like... Wait, the United Moms of America? Yeah, just, like... I've never heard that joke. Really? Well, not, not like, in the, those words, but, like, just, like, jokes about, like... I mean, like, if we got all the moms in America... That'd be pretty listen, sick. Dude, that, that... Shout out United Moms. I don't think that's, that's a real a big, thing. That's, that would be a big network. Moms, if you want to listen more to our podcast, please, by all means. Please do. But, like, I don't know. There's just, like... I feel like originally podcasts were targeting like an older audience, yeah. and I feel like that's becoming so much less true. I feel like it still is a little bit true, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of at this like transit transitionary. Oh yeah, is that even a word? Transitionary. Transi- it should be transitory. Transitionary. Transi- transitionary sounds right. Transition. We're at this transition. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Transition. That, that is one's the right. Word. That one's we're right. We're at this transition <laughs> point. Transition point. If words I can, are hard. Yeah, words are so hard, dude. Uh, where I really think like podcasting and audio can be opened up to like this segment of society that hasn't been which is like young people and people who like entertainment you know what i mean and it's got to be done in a way that makes it accessible right like you know how i was talking about i love audio storytelling i think a lot of audio storytelling is not accessible to people who lack a certain degree of education or lack a certain degree of time you know what i mean like one of the things i love about like exploring ideas and 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 any type of ideating through like just random ass conversations is that like you don't like you don't have to be spending time doing it. You know what I mean? It can just be part of like whatever you're doing. You know? Yeah. And like, that opens it up to hopefully a whole new population. Because you can talk to people doing pretty much all, like unless you're like sneaking up on someone, you can talk to people and like <laughs> yeah. that's sort of what we want to be. Yeah. What what like episode or moment do you think you're most proud of from this uh, season? Dude, this isn't fair. You have a list of episodes in front okay, of you. I'll but show you. I'll show uh, you the list. My favorite episode this season. Um, One eternity later. Uh. Okay, I have two. Uh, two, actually, I have three. I, I'm really just, I'm proud of a lot of these episodes, honestly. I, th- I think my three favorite episodes were the Georgia Smith episode. Yeah. Um, because that was so, that was just so funny. That was, that was just um, an amazing, that was just like a good time. I'm, I'm so glad that we did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just want to take this opportunity actually to settle the score for anybody who doesn't realize it. We did not actually yeah. interview Georgia Smith. No, we. I feel like that was a lot less clear than I meant it to be. Yeah, no, like I, I figured like it'd be pretty clear we were just like taking audio clips from other interviews <laughs> and like splicing them in. But I've had people like, and like I had people who came up to me 
who like had just seen the episode title and were like, "Yo, you listen, you like interviewed Georgia Smith. I like have to go listen to the episode now." And I was like, "Hee hee." You're like, You'll find "Yeah." Out. But like, I did actually have one friend who had listened to the whole interview Dude. and was like, "Wow, that was such an insane interview." I had a friend. I had two friends who thought that as well. And I, and like the reason that I thought that episode was so cool and so funny was because it was so obvious. Right. In my opinion, there was literally was music obvious. playing only when Georgia Smith. Talked. I thought because at one point I commented and I was like, "Wow, Georgia, it's so amazing how when you talk like there's like." Almost right. like music like around, and you. we said like she's definitely in the studio <laughs> yeah, yeah. like four times, and like I hit the table to like, like very obviously for when she was supposed to be leaving. Um, but anyways, I think that was just like such a fun opportunity. Yeah. Like that was just like a really different kind of episode. Um, the second one that I really loved was um, when we interviewed uh, John Hennessy, um, and then <laughs> asked him about our friend who failed his class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, shout out to Charles. Um, thanks for being good for on that. Um, and then I think the third one was. Um, it was really cool last week to um, interview and, and just co-host with uh, my roommate, who's like one of our best friends, and I think we've been wanting to have on for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been asking to be on since like episode two of the first season. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I, and I think there was never really the right moment until until last until week. now, and I think that was like the the perfect moment. Um, yeah. Well, what about you? What was your like top two or three? Top two, I'd say top two were. Um, I really liked the. I think the insecurity one. Um, was one that I just really enjoyed. The what, what episode of making, was that? Uh, was Body Pockets. Body Pockets. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed. Might be my Body least Pockets. favorite name. I would say. What? Yeah. Body Pockets is such a good name. It's so weird, dude. But like, I don't know. It's low key accurate though. Like a body pocket, right? Like I have so many body pockets. But anyway, it was Ew. just like. No one wants to hear about that. <laughs> it was just. It was just fun to make. And Clarissa's a great. Clarissa's great. I love talking to Clarissa. Mm-hmm. Shout out Clarissa. So I'd say that that was probably the first one. I really, really liked. We did one with our friend um, Munira on religion. I thought that was a really interesting episode for me, just because like I think about religion a lot, but I don't really talk about it. And it was funny actually. Munira wasn't even supposed to be a guest. She was doing like radio shadowing hours, mm-hmm. and then she was just like, "Hey, can I hop in?" And we were like, "Yeah," and it added so much. And I feel like I learned so much from her. Um, so I, that was a really special episode for me as well. Yeah. What do you think were like? What were tough parts about this season? The late nights editing. Those yeah. are always tough. Yeah. Um, just because, like, you feel like that you can. It's easy to feel like the content is there when really it's like that last ten to twenty percent of the work that takes it from just like yeah. two people in front of a microphone to like a legitimate sort of thing. Yeah, I'd say for me it was probably that. Yeah. What about for you? When my like the software on my computer stopped working. Oh yeah. Because like I had been editing like I don't know probably fifteen or sixteen or like tw- like probably twelve or thirteen episodes in a row. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, the morning that we were supposed to put a pod out, like, the software on my computer. Oh, just, that like, was rough. Literally stopped. And that working. was, like, probably our biggest, that was, like, our second biggest guest yet. Like, or one of our Who biggest guests yet. Oh, that was, that was the Jank Uger episode. Oh, yeah. Right? And, like, we had to, like, put that, that was rough. I forgot about that. Yeah. Question I have uh, for you, Evan, is what do you think you learned about your masculinity in, uh, throughout this process? More specifically, would you, define, would you say you're a man? Would I say I'm a man? I would say I'm a man. I'm a boy at heart, but I'm a man in the world, I would say. I think I've learned that I'm not as independent as I'd like to pretend I am, um, first and foremost. I think I think this quarter has actually made me, like, be really good about getting more emotional in particular and, like, showing it more. Like, the, our dorm had, like, an end-of-the-year banquet. One of my best friends is transferring next year, um, and so we were talking a lot about that. Shout out David Jimenez, by the way. Transferring to the Naval Academy, following his dream, love to see it. Transfer when like we started talking about that there, like I could just feel myself getting emotional. I know that's not something that would have happened to me a year ago. And so I think just like 
enabling myself to feel in a lot of ways. But then also like learning to love, learning to love like some of like the stereotypically masculine parts of myself. Uh-huh. Like I don't know, like just in my there was that one um there was that one day where we went to the beach and we were just tossing a ball for like an out for like a couple hours yeah um and that was just like learning to like and like not learning to love it because i i already did love it but learning to love it and just accept it for what it is yeah yeah for you. what about for you actually like that that what you've been talking about is, is is big for me as well i think like sort of just to if i could summarize basically what you're talking about is like uh, accepting a bit of like that masculinity for what it is, right? Um, and I think like as a kid, I really didn't question my masculinity at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, I'm like a, I'm like a guy. Like I never really understood like how I could engage like with my like more feminine side or whatever. Right. Um, and then at Stanford, I was I sort of like started to question like my own masculinity in a lot of ways and started to do things that like intentionally like um, challenge my masculinity a little bit. Like this quarter, for example, I think I've really gone to both extremes mm-hmm. of like being hyper-masculine and being like more stereotypically feminine. Right. right. Like I like, I started painting my nails this quarter. Uh, they're not painted right now actually. Yeah. Uh, but I painted my nails like probably five or six times this quarter. Like I, I got a, like I got a nose piercing this quarter. That's like a whole nother thing. But at the same time, like I, I've also really recently, like very much accepted like some of the really like masculine things I love or like quote unquote masculine things I love doing, you know, like whether that's like rough housing or just like, right. or like, you know, like playing video games and like getting like super, super into it, you know? Yeah. Um, and like as, as, as Evan will bring up a lot, like I also joined like a fraternity this quarter, you In know? In case you didn't know, um, Sammy joined a frat. Yeah. I'm a frat. <laughs> Um, no, but but I but I will point out I'm in like the frat that I joined and like the the brothers that I'm in like I'm am not the only one who like paints their nails. Right. You know no, what I, mean? I remember like, there was like one night I was texting you and you were like, oh, I'm painting my nails with my frat brothers, and I'm like, what? Okay, <laughs> not like, my frat brothers, not all of my frat, but like I, I was doing that with two of them. But but the point is like I've I've really recently and I think a lot of it is due to like questioning myself and and masculinity through this podcast, like been really open recently to like the extremes of masculinity of of like like embracing the good parts of 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 extreme masculine of like more kind of like hyper masculinity because i do think there are good parts to it and like the really beautiful parts about like embracing like my more feminine side too yeah i think it's i think it's really interesting actually you say like embracing my more feminine side and like i feel like when guys talk about this stuff it's usually like masculine or not it's never like I think, like, it's great that you're able to just come out and say, like, my more feminine side. Like, I think that's mm. something that I've heard very few men actually do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I really like the idea that, like, true masculinity is, is like, embracing your feminine side. Mm-hmm. Or embracing... And I I do think it's important to point out, like, there's there's some stuff that's neither. Um, but, true. But... What? Like, what? Like, I don't know. I don't think... Now that you say it, I can't really example of but that. i th- i really think we should just com- completely get rid of the ideas of masculine and feminine and i just agree. reintroduce the, the idea of bro reintroduce yeah. the idea of bro bro f- bro is just like bro is not gender specific to me bro is fluidity bro is Ooh. being able bro is being able to understand like when certain behaviors will like bring those around you up and when they'll put them down and then choosing your path of action based on that. That was a really good, really good, really good definition. I Thank like you. that a lot. Um, I, I really think that has been, has very much been our kind of like guiding principle throughout yeah. this process. And like, regardless of where we go with the show, will be like our, our guiding principle of like mm-hmm. 
sort of our, our northern star of like this is what bro is and this is what bro can or, right. or this is what bro can be you know yeah it's our compass it's like it's the direction we know we want to go in but we don't really know where it's going to take us one thing i really also tried- the bruins are winning three to zero right now <laughs> let's f- go hell yeah well, I'm I'm like is, I still, the Stanley Cup puts me in such a weird position because like all of the hockey teams I root for, like I root for the Red Wings and I root for the Canadians, and so I'm supposed to hate the Bruins. Mm-hmm. But like everyone I know who is a hockey fan and I like marginally care about is a Bruins fan. So like you and my cousins, and that's kind of basically it. Oh, so you marginally care about me? I marginally care about oh, you. Thanks for of course, that. of course. I just want I want a game seven. Yeah. Oh, I want dude, they're, they're, I mean, at this point, it's it's third period, midway through. Wow. Three this zero. game's over. Yeah. This game is it's over. It's 100% over. Anyways, dude, this has been, like, such a killer season. Yeah. And I don't know. Killer I'm, season, killer year. Yeah. And also, just, like, as we uh, as we are coming to a close here, I want to say thank you to everyone who, is, who has listened. Um, we will actually be putting out some content during the summer. Um, shorter, shorter, like, little more avant-garde type things. What does say? avant-garde mean? Just like out there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, definitely avant-garde. But we're going to take about a three-week hiatus. Um, I think the yeah. stress of the really bro lifestyle has yeah. is something that we It's a relentless in. lifestyle, you know? <laughs> it is a relentless lifestyle. It's something that I think we could all use a, a break from for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But I'm excited to put out some dope content um, uh, this summer, too. Yeah, me too. It's going to be fun. Um, before we get going, just wanted to give some quick thank yous. First and foremost, to all of our incredible guests. We won't list them all here because there were a bunch of them, but like each and every one of them just brought such a special perspective to the table. And I think really just created, you know, like knowledge is held within people, right? And like just to be able to pick their brains for 20 to 30 minutes each week has been something that's just been truly special. Huge thank you to uh, KZSU uh, for letting us put our uh, voices on uh, on their radio station. Yes. Um, that's super dope. And for giving us a space, too. Like, we record all of our stuff in their studio, basically. In that vein, thank you to Akshay Jaggi, who, is, uh, um, her, who was the program director here at, um, here at KZSU this year. He just graduated. And I don't know. I've learned a lot from Akshay, and I, I really appreciate what he's done for the show. Uh, thank you so much to the Stanford Daily uh, for coming on as our our fiscal sponsor well not our fiscal sponsor our first record deal yeah our first record deal our first record deal um and i also just want to say thank you so much to my to my family for yeah. for supporting and and um i don't know i feel like they're they're the ones who, who I, I i'm always really trying to impress yeah me too and like thank you thank you for like buying into this vision also like yeah. I, I don't think i don't think i could have done it if y'all were just like spend your time on something else yeah. But like I, I just appreciate that support yeah. so much. And finally, thank you for to Stanford Arts uh, for your uh, monetary contribution. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Evan, also just like huge thank you to yeah, you. Thank for, you to you. Thank it. you for being my bro. Thank you for being my bro. If you want to go back and listen to any of those episodes from the past season, maybe you missed a couple <laughs> interviews that we were talking about, thought it sounded cool, we're all over. We're on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. And, uh, and of course, uh, please follow us on Instagram at reallybropod, because um, that's where you just get like all the raw content. Yeah, check the story, too. The, yeah. story, the story had some gold.
hood. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Whoa. Really though, like really though. Really though, like really though. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Whoa. Really though, like really though. Hey. Really though, like really though. Still wicked as Alistair. Crowley know me well. Sake, I'm the goal. You haters could go to hell when you're getting money. Every day is sunny. I'ma act an ass on that donkey. Let her pull my ponytail. Second grade, took my mama wedding ring. Took that bitch to show and tell. Now I'm married to the game to no avail. Routed me for like a month. Now I'm getting higher. Boy, you're trying to write me up. But now I'm a writer with ambitions of a writer. And half the shit I'm a writer. And I don't even want the fan is for us. The Henny's for the Javanchi bikers with the rev rips, ball main Badman, bathing eight by my paid by the bloods, raised by the crypt, solo holder prophecies, atrocities, exhibition. Oh yeah, now when living good, but good could be better. I wish a mother would. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Truth and dare, I double dare your life to end in vain before the end is near. See, I can hear you crying silent, sitting in the dark, holding crosses cross your heart. Sin is such a work of art. Watch out for the love lost. Bet a thousand, shoot a thousand. Things a do for thousands. Made a million counting sheep. Gave a daughter public housing. Taking off the Abu Dhabi. Beaming up the motor Scotty. Talking to promoter Scotty. Everybody knows Scotty. Murder one, you heard of from the Revident, the all day madness. Got it off the wipe it off the evidence, the blood on mattress. Big power, big stages, my zoo cannot fit the cages. This booth is not used to faking. My crew just love confrontation. I chew the face off the laces. I moved away from the waitress. I shift the pot that made poison. I cooked the tip to all the patients. My bitch way beyond basic. That's life insurance, car insurance, good insurance. Hey, look what I'm doing. Hey, grinding forms. Hey, K dot. Four years, I got the same watch, but it's the real watch. And that bitch fire, speed race away now outside. The roof on it like a tank top. Count the money, watch the paint dry. When I'm done, it's when the rank stop. Uh. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Whoa. Really though, like really though. Really though, like really though. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Wish a mother would brown, I had to put my foot down. It's like I'm popping a clutch. Your hate palpable, but your jaw full of dust. You gonna keep talking or we locking it up. And I'm the type of that ain't never been an honor to judge. You a mouse that the falcon picked up. So disrespect, getting checked like the top of the month. I was a liar as a kid, so now I'm honest as and I never passed my mama no blunt It kept my hair straight Listen, dead weight Never been a problem to dump Look, I just broke up with my Cause we ain't argue enough I keep it dirty as a split My uncle Alchemist Puff I strike a birdie on him While I hit your mouth with the club I wake up early on him Getting out the house is a must Just like a sweaty pig Sweaty sick, counting your dubs 
Either that or you gon' catch me on a mountain with mugs Lounging, ask your girl why I'm out of my nuts You been the same mother since 2001 Well it's the left handed shooter, Kyle Lowry the pump I'm at your house like, why you got your couch on my chucks? Mother